All right. Two DV Sports Tosh and Jerry podcast is back. Not like Texas Jerry. We're actually back today. But shout out to them winning the Alamo Bowl. They crushed Colorado. Pac 12 sucks. Second best Pac 12 team isn't even as good as the fifth best Big 12 team. Um, but Jerry, call me crazy, but I'm old school. I'm a sucker for these New Year's Six Bowl games. College football. We're going to break it all down, plus some NBA thoughts. The Padres going all in. When you're drunk at the blackjack table and need to catch an Uber back at the hotel, you're going all in. Chips on the table. They traded for two great starting pitchers. Um, And Jerry, pleasure to talk to you. Talk some sports today, this afternoon. Dude, yeah, you're a resident uh, college football guy, and I can't wait to get into that. Before we do, before we get started, hit that subscribe button. Uh, you'll get this pod in your feed, and you don't have to remember to search for us every single week because I know you want to hear what we got to say. Uh, you know, give us a rating. Let us know what you think. You know, give us some feedback. And also check out the new 2TV Sports pod, Nick's Picks pod, breaking down basketball and pop culture. Um, and then check out 2TVSports.com as well and look out on Mondays for my not-so-overreactions. And I think I'm actually going to come out with a, a weekend reactions piece now that uh, football is winding down, so stay on the lookout for that. Um, Tuesday, J-Rob's Tuesday Morning Blitz, recapping all things NFL. Wednesday, the two TV top 25. You know, the NFL season's going. We're going to look at some basketball stuff. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and then Thursday, the Tosh and Jerry pod. This pod that you love, that you've already subscribed to, it's coming out. And uh, wrapping up Friday with the two TV weekend spotlight. And Tosh, this weekend, New Year's weekend, 2020 is almost over. College football and the New Year's Six. Let's get right into it. Yeah, the New Year's Six Bulls. I mean, I think for any college football program except maybe Alabama, and maybe even Alabama, you win a New Year's Six Bowl and you have a, you've had a successful season and all your fans are saying you're back. We saw it with Texas when they beat Georgia in the uh, Sugar Bowl. And uh, so I think all these teams, they, they got a chance to come in, win this game, show that they have a good season. And next year they'll be uh, talking about how they're going to go to the playoff. Um, and so I think we have, we have some good matchups and not that many great matchups. I think the best matchups, Florida, Oklahoma, and the uh, the good old Cotton Bowl. That one's on uh, Wednesday, so I guess it'll happen as these people are already listening to the pod. But that, I mean, that's just two blue bloods going at it. You got to love it. Yeah. So let me just ask you this: as as the college football expert on this pod, is Trask and then all of his receivers Pitts playing? Because if they are, I kind of like Florida now, and I don't think Oklahoma has the defense to stop them. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, Trask is playing. I know Kyle Pitts has been injured, but uh, dude, that guy is. I mean, he's going to be. A, yeah, he's, he's going to be level. like a top. Yeah, he's going to be like a top ten pick, maybe. I mean, he's really good. Um, so, I mean, I think Oklahoma is going to have a tough time stopping Florida. Like we saw Bama have a tough time stopping Florida. Uh, Trask could really elevate himself to being like a guaranteed top fifteen pick uh, if he plays well. So. Uh, I mean, these are just two classic programs, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see because Oklahoma has had a couple of years where they've been pretty competitive, um, and they're looking to stay pretty relevant in those bowl games. So I don't have too much to add on Florida-Oklahoma. I think it's going to be really high scoring. I just don't see the defenses slowing down both those offenses that we've seen all season. So that's it's going to be pretty entertaining tonight. Um, the next game though, Tosh, I know you have some takes about this. Georgia Stetson Bennett, you've been a big hater of his all season. And then Cincinnati gets a shot at one of these blue bloods in college football. So excited to see the, uh, 
non-power five schools get their shot in, in the New Year six. Yeah, Jerry, you know that I hate Stenson Bennett, and I don't know. I don't have we talked about Georgia since my last rant on sentiment, and I'm not sure, but no, it's anyways. been a minute. Catch catch everybody up. <laughs> yeah, they they pulled Stenson Bennett. They they uh, put in USC transfer, former five star top quarterback uh, recruit in the nation, JT Daniels. He's been starting at quarterback, and their team has gone to the next level. They haven't lost since then. And Jay Daniels, who's looked horrible on SC, has been putting up insane numbers on Georgia, which brings me to the point that I don't know why they didn't do that all season. They would probably be in the college football playoff. Um, so I was. 100% correct about Stenson Bennett. That dude is an absolute bum. I'll say it one last time. <laughs> He's going to be irrelevant in in, well, in two months. So. I mean, lucky for uh -huh. you, yeah, you don't have to watch him anymore. You don't have to deal with him. But, yeah, you definitely – you called that one early, and we're, we're absolutely right about that. Georgia, Georgia should have made the move way sooner. Um, Kirby yeah. Smart, don't know why he stuck with him so long. Cincinnati – they so they're in the group of five. I mean, their conference, the American conference, isn't great, but – They've played some teams. I mean, it's not like their schedule has been a cupcake schedule. Their defense is good. Um, but I just think, like, George has been playing really well since Daniels uh, starts became the starter. So I kind of like yeah. Georgia. Um, but it's, it's hard like, not to like Georgia against Cincinnati, um, just based on yeah. the two programs. Um, but if there's going to be a year where Georgia goes down to Cincy, like, this is it. This this is huge for the group of five. Like if they if Cincinnati wins this game, like I mean, we saw that they got no love from the playoff, Jerry. Absolutely well, no just like, love. Well, just like UCF though, like two years ago and three years ago when they went undefeated and still didn't get in. Um the, the committee, yeah, I don't like what they did with the top four, and I think we'll talk about that when we get to the playoff. Um but yeah, Cincinnati, like this is their their chance to, to prove that they should have gotten yeah, in. Prove all the haters but, but wrong. But what sucks is like it's so hard to repeat that if you're you're not in the power five and you're in if you're in that group of five like the next season and like it just sucks for a team like Cincinnati. Again, I'm pushing for the playoff to expand to eight teams. Let's get that done. Yeah, at least six I think is very reasonable. Like only yeah. two more extra games. The first like, two buys. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. Like only like I can understand with the eight. It's like. They don't want all the, like some teams playing like three or four extra games or whatever, yeah. but like six is literally one extra game. It's like, just I'm good with six. Happen. I'm good with six. Yeah. That's Everyone fine. I don't wins. need eight. Yeah. Maybe eight's but, just uh, being greedy. Give me six. I mean, eight would be dope. Like I would be down for eight, but I can see the, the like theory on why maybe not, but I yeah. really just can't with the six, but um, all right, Jerry, our ducks, against Iowa State. Iowa State was the darlings of the Big 12. Um, was Had a small chance on going to the playoff, and Oklahoma ended that classic in the Big 12 championship game. Um, the Ducks, like, we, we started off well. Everyone was talking playoff. We lost two, yeah. to two terrible teams. We lost then, to some really – we have some really bad losses in there, but yet some – the thing is tough. We're Pac-12 North champions – or we're Pac-12 champions without even winning the North because University of Washington won the North but had to cancel because of COVID. We got in, and they're yeah. beating USC, so we're but in this the only, game. The only <laughs> reason they won the North, though, is because they had to cancel when they played us the week before. So, right. I mean, like, everyone in the college football mainstream media is like, the Ducks aren't big Pac-12 champions, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well... they The reason that they didn't win the Pac-12 North is because Washington, they're in entire line got covid so it's yeah. like 
Um, you win the uh, games so, that you need to win. You beat USC in USC. Kayvon Thibodeau was amazing. He dominated the game at D-line. Keaton Slovis is trash. You're like, what, so three? fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's insane. He's going to be a top yeah. five pick. He uh, can't be blocked. Yeah, he's like the next DeForest Buckner for those who don't know and who do know who DeForest is. Um, yeah, and Eric Armstead for that matter. Uh, but Tosh, I don't know shit about D line U. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're supposed to be O line U too as well. And now we're getting some receivers. And QBU. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're on the come up. Don't sleep on these ducks. Uh, but on the other side, Tosh, Iowa State, I don't know shit about them. Um, I've watched maybe like five to 10 minutes to maybe a quarter at most, like all season of Iowa State. Um, so what do we, what should I expect from them, you know, going into it? Yeah, they're, uh, their running back is is probably the best player on their team. Um, and he's like an NFL guy. Uh, and then Brock Purdy has is, is been like highly hyped up at quarterback. I'm not too worried about him. Uh, um, I think they're a pretty physical team. Matt Campbell's been doing a good job at that program. I, it's going to be a physical game, a lot like the Rose Bowl last year. And it's really just going to come down to turnovers and um, – and big plays like that sacks. So I think both teams are pretty equally matched. And I, I think the ducks, even though we're ranked 25, I think we've got a shot to win this. I, it would not surprise me if we went down to Fiesta Bowl and won this game really would not. Yeah. I hope so. You know, obviously. Um, okay. But moving on now to the game, following our game on Saturday, the orange bowl, number five, Texas A&M versus 13 UNC. Um, gosh, I think that Texas A&M should have gone in the playoff over Oklahoma or over um, Notre Dame and should have been given another shot because they lost to Bama. Isn't that one loss Bama by like a couple points? So they're one loss. Yeah. But to Bama, like, it was like a 20 point loss, but still, okay. I mean, that's Bama. Like, but that's, Clemson that's also early in the year. It's Bama. Right. Exactly. So, you know, teams evolve as we know over the course of the season. So, and Notre Dame, we saw what they are. They're going to get smacked in the playoff. So I don't see any reason why you wouldn't give A&M another shot. I couldn't agree more, and that's what I wrote about in the uh, 2TV Sports Weekly Spotlight, Jerry, is um, the fact that Texas A&M can take this two ways. They can either be super motivated and come out and just murder a mediocre Carolina team that has a loss to Florida State, who's horrible. Got the Ducks had bad losses. Go look at North Carolina's losses. Um but anyways, uh, they can come Matt out and Brown, not back. <laughs> yeah, they can either come out and murder this North Carolina team and prove that they should be in the playoff. Uh, the day this would be the day after Notre Dame gets murdered by Alabama. So, or they're gonna come out and just really not want to be there and right be and pissed that they missed a, the playoff. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how good of a coach Jimbo Fisher is because if he gets his buy, guys to buy into that. Um, I think they're they're set and they're going to murder North Carolina, who I don't think is a very good team. Hey, Jimbo's won a natty. Like I, I think he'll have his guys ready and fired up. Um, I, you know, I like A and M in that game just because I don't really like UNC's prospects like going into it, and I think A and M's better than people think, even though they are ranked five. I don't know. It's kind of a weird, a weird, weird per- perception going on around A and M this season, and they're just not getting the love that I think they deserve. Um, but yeah. teams. Teams now, Tosh, that are getting the love, the four college football playoff teams. Uh, the first game is one, Alabama, the, the Crimson Tide versus Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I think that we both have the same opinion on this one. Uh, I think 
that uh, Bama is going to absolutely roll. They have one of the best receivers in the country and Najee Harris at running back. Um, as long as Mac Jones just takes care of the ball, I think they'll be fine. Or Mac, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see this game being close. Like, Bama put up – I mean, Bama has not been stopped all year. Notre Dame just got waxed by Clemson. Yep. Like, Clemson is not as good as Bama. Uh, in my opinion, we'll see, I guess, but so uh, the one that's a little bit more interesting is the two and the three Clemson, number two, Ohio state, number three Dabo, you know, didn't vote for Ohio state in his top 10 coaches poll because quote, and just paraphrasing (laughs) here, they hadn't played enough games. You know, you got to play the full, the full season to be ranked in his top 10, which I think is absurd. I think you should take the four best teams, which we think Ohio or we think Notre Dame's not. Ohio State at the beginning of the season was supposed to be one of the top four teams. They played like four or five games and they didn't win all of them convincingly and yet still got in the playoffs. So they did win their games, but I do like Clemson in this one. I don't think it's going to be that close either based on what we've seen from, from the Buckeyes. Yeah. I mean, the Buckeyes, what they almost lost to Indiana, they almost lost to Northwestern. I don't think yep. either of those teams are that good. Uh, and, Trevor Lawrence in his college career, Tosh, has one loss, and that's in the national championship game against one of the most stacked Bama teams we've seen of all time. So, or yeah. was no, was it the LSU? I mean, the LSU team last year. Yeah, um, it was that LSU. Yeah, team. The, okay, so the LSU team that was he, right. He, he beat Bama. Bama. Yeah, and Tua. Who I, I want to talk. Yep. We'll get about. We'll get to Tua we'll later, get, but. <laughs> Uh, so um, basically, Trevor Lawrence's only loss at the college level was to the best college football team that we've ever seen put together last year against LSU, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Although, I, so I said this a few days ago, I think Zach Wilson might end up being the best quarterback coming out, but that's not because I don't think Lawrence is going to, I think Lawrence is going to be, I think Lawrence is obviously going to be Give me the hot good. take alarm. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. I, yeah, I said hot take uh, for days. I think Lawrence, by far the number one guy coming out this year, um, and people like I mean, Justin he's gonna Fields be a lot ahead of Wilson. He's get, so that's my point, though, is I don't think Justin Fields is even close to those other two dudes. Like, Justin Fields is so overrated. I mean, so if what you you're saying Ohio is State, the Pats, the Pats are going to get Wilson and we're going to be dominant again. I think Wilson's going to be the number two pick in the draft. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Calling your so, shot early. Yeah, I think I think that I think a lot of people are starting to catch on to the fact that Fields isn't that good. Maybe it was just how bad Dwayne Haskins has been and how good he looked at Ohio State. <laughs> Dude, but, uh, Haskins is so bad. You know, uh, if you look at Ohio State's offense, though, it's like they have the like compared to the defenses that they're playing, their skill position guys are so much more athletic than any of these yeah. Midwest defensive dudes that they're playing against. Like any quarterback is going to look good in that system. Um, so I think, yeah, I don't think Ohio State really stands a chance. I think, I think Clemson, Alabama, again, how many times is this? Like four or five? Well, yeah, this will be their fourth time, but that's fine. Like, honestly, I'll, I would rather see the two best teams going at it, even though they are the same programs. Um, and it's it's weird. Like, a lot of people hate hate the Tide. I'm not one of those people just because maybe it's because I'm a Pats fan and and Nick Saban and Belichick have a good relationship. But I, like, respect that they're able to do it year after year after year. Um, it's just impressive at this point. So I don't like, I'm not bitter when Bama wins anymore. It's just like, damn, they really did it again. So I'm not bitter, but I mean, I'll definitely be rooting for Clemson in that game. (laughs) Sure. Sure. I think sure. Um, It's going to be good. It's going to get chippy. It'll be good. 
you know, we're assuming that the one and two seeds advance. But yeah, and, and we'll, we'll be back to break down the uh, championship game next week on this pod. Yes, sir. Um, but now, Jerry, NBA is back. And, uh, you know, NBA is a great place to, to uh, have some hot takes. And since um, we're today on the pod, you were announcing your new article. I'm going to announce my new article, too. And that's going to be I've, I've been known to have some hot takes every now and then. Especially um, with been, the NBA. <laughs> I've, been known, I've been known to uh, stir up some controversy with my hot takes. So uh, <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to do a post once a week. It's going to be the uh, weekly hot take. Um, I, I haven't came up with a name for it yet, but it's going to be. I might have to contribute to that because I had a good one on <laughs> Nick's Picks Pods uh, the other day. Check that out if you haven't listened to that yet. We're gonna, Yeah, we're going to do a uh, NBA weekly hot take uh article and and so i guess my first my first hot take of the year is the uh the brooklyn nets yeah those guys are going to be uh finals champions when it's all said and done uh Ooh, they've got the best champions they've, they've got they've got the best player in the nba uh in kevin durant they have an insane amount of shooting around him and uh i think they have another move a move or so in them at the deadline too to get another good player I don't know that they need to get another good player. Look at their second lineup, though. They have Karis LeVert, Jared Allen. Um, those dudes are starters. I mean, they yeah. were last year. So, like, <laughs> the fact that they're coming off the bench, like, they have a great amount of depth. Like, I, I don't know they got they a lot of depth. I think if they could get one dude, um, maybe it's Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, yeah, I saw you partially he got hurt, ACL. Though, didn't he? Yeah, so I don't know if they can I move mean, him. I think, but I'm saying I think... Since it's partially torn, is he going to be back? Um, I think he might be back for the end of the season. But I'm saying maybe it's him who will end up filling this role. But if they could just get one like defensive wing stopper, um, I think that would be huge for that team because it's not Karis Levert's not that. I, I, KD can be that guy, but I think it's better if he's in more of a helping situation. Where so they needed Jay Crowder. They uh exactly something it, like it's that. It's probably gonna be somebody in the buyout market on one of those like middling teams. Uh, yeah, you know, later in the season, I could see that. Because yeah, like, what so guy think, who gets bought out isn't gonna want to go to the Nets if they can work that out? Exactly. So I think they've got some got they've got some moves uh, that they can make, and you've got KD and Kyrie Irving, and the Lakers are gonna have a really tough time stopping that. I think. And let's remember, the Lakers barely beat a team in the finals when Bam and Dragas was hurt, that was led by Tyler Hero, Jay Crowder, and Jimmy Butler. I don't know about barely. It was surprising that it went to six games, <laughs> but I don't know about barely beat them. I think the, the games they won, they won handily. I don't know what the fuck happened in the games that, like game five, they just like came out in their mama jerseys and just didn't clinch. That was pretty embarrassing, but <laughs> the Lakers definitely well, should have won because, five. But. It's because when their role players aren't making shots, they're just like, they're in trouble because... Yeah. Team we'll see. I, I'm still okay. The Nets, but the Nets are doing the thing where, like, we said they were going to come out hot, a lot to prove. And I, I, my whole thing is, let's see how they look in the middle of the season when they've been around each other for a couple months. I like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not. It's not too hot of a take just because we thought the Nets were going to be like a pretty good team. But winning the finals is hard. It's definitely hard, especially your first year together. Like, look at the Heat when they first came together, even with Chris Bosh, yeah. Dwayne Wade, or even LeBron. the Clippers last year. Yeah. You can't just assemble a team. Um, and have it work out right away. There's got to be some growing pains, and the Nets look great right now, but there's going to be some growing pains along the way that haven't popped up yet. They will, though. Yeah. 
have no doubt. I think defense is the one thing that worries me. But um, yeah. okay, second second uh, take is uh, Drew Holiday. Yeah, I, I've been saying it for a while, but he is so underrated. Like he is so much better than any guard that Giannis has played with, and you've seen Giannis hasn't even played great in some of these games. Well, he's been um, terrible. <laughs> I mean, he put up what like thirty six points against the Celtics. Yeah, um, but okay. Last night, as recording this, they just came off the first game against the Heat. Put up nine points on a record <laughs> on a record shooting night in the NBA. Twenty nine threes for the whole team, and Giannis puts exactly, up exactly because the Heat were doing everything they could to stop Giannis, and he only he also only played like twenty it minutes worked. because they were winning by fifty in the first half. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they, I guess it worked, but they lost by they gave up one hundred fifty points. Yeah, he, um, yeah. the they Bucks also the Bucks have a lot more shooting on, on the bench than they did last year. Like they got rid of Bledsoe, they added DJ Augustine. Like you might say, oh, Bledsoe's the better player. The thing is, is DJ Augustine makes open shots at a much higher rate than Bledsoe. Like Wesley, well, yeah, Matthews they can spread was, out the floor a little bit better now. Exactly. And, the and, paint. and like Divincenzo shot is looking pure. Like he didn't show up at all in the bubble. And he is his, his shots looking good. Middleton's looking really good. Like they at the they just need to get the ball to Giannis in better situations, and it, it, they need to not have it just be Giannis on the outside at the three point line driving yeah. in. Like they need to get him the ball in the post. They need to get him rolling to the bucket on pick and rolls. They need to um, have other players getting him the ball. So uh, I, I I'm gonna keep. My, you know, I'm going to keep watching to see how I think this team's going to do in the playoffs. But to me, right now, it looks like they're a better team than they were last year. Um, I love Chris Middleton. He's one of my favorite players to watch. I think it also helps that I drafted him pretty high in, in my one of my fantasy leagues. He's been he's going off monster. Yeah. Well, I was saying too, like he's he's their X factor. Like Giannis is going to be who Giannis is going to be. Um, Brooke Lopez is going to be who he's going to be. And whether Middleton plays well or not is how far the Bucks go. Um, which is fine. Like that's, he's a stud. And I think that he's playing as well as he has like throughout his whole career this season and and last season too. So he should definitely be an all-star once again. Um, Drew holiday. I think he's still trying to figure out how to fit in with that team. Um, Ernie Johnson and the TNT boys were doing a interview with him after the, uh, the bucks game last night. And he was basically like, yeah, like I'm a leader, but I'm not too vocal. And, and uh, Barkley was like, dude, you got to get the ball in your hands more often. Like, you got to be the playmaker. Because he's only averaging, I think it was four assists. And if you have a guy like Giannis, Chris Middleton, even Brooke Lopez on the outside, and Dante DiVincenzo can all shoot threes. Well, not not Giannis, but guys who can shoot uh, and, and create baskets for themselves. And you're the point guard of that team. You should be having a higher assist total on average than four. So I think that definitely. he's definitely an upgrade. He's definitely an upgrade from Bledsoe because he does give you some more shooting. But... I think the TNT guys, as usual, are right when they were just like, dude, you got to have the ball in your hands more like Giannis doesn't need to be dribbling around the perimeter all game and then driving. Like you could just <laughs> like you could make something happen and then dish it yeah. off to Giannis. I think so. they're going to they're going to work on that. And the more time they play together, the better they'll be. Um, all right. Third take. James Wiseman is is an absolute beast. Like he is the best guy in this draft. Um, and. In three to four years, he's going to be all NBA, top three center in the NBA level. He can so shoot, I, he can dribble, he can um, dunk, he's he's he can shot block, like he's a perfect center. 
this is the this is the weird take where I think I'm actually higher on a Warriors player than you are. <laughs> I for whatever reason fell in love with James Wiseman. I think he's going to be even better than what you're saying in like year two or three. Like <laughs> I think that dude is so good. Like I <laughs> so I said on Nick's picks pods and I stand by it that he's going to be a better Giannis. Like he has the size, speed, athleticism, and no secret here, he's a better shooter. <laughs> so, uh, which I'm a big fan of. So, dude, Wiseman. Uh, he reminds the, me. The thing he is, reminds too, me of a mix of like Giannis and like mix of like Giannis, Dirk, and like Chris Bosh. Like, he's yeah, got he's that amazing. shooting behind like his head, like Dirk. Yeah. He's um, gonna be unblockable. He can block anybody with his size and length. Um, the other thing is too. I was thinking about this. I was gonna say like people are calling me crazy for saying like oh like how can you compare him to a two-time MVP and Giannis. And I think it is going to be a little bit harder for him to win the MVP on a team like the Warriors that has Steph Curry. Uh, even like as Steph gets older, for Wiseman to just like dominate like that, I think it's going to be hard for him to get all the MVP votes. But what I think does help him is that as he becomes into his prime, you don't really lose the ability to shoot. You do lose the ability to create space and get open more easily. But when Steph and Clay are older and you build the team around Wiseman, and they're all on that team, and you're facilitating it through Wiseman, he can drive and kick it out to Stephen Clay. I mean, sure, you might not be getting the MVP votes, but holy shit, that's scary. Like, you have the yeah. two best shooters of all time around who we just said a guy is going to be just as good, if not better, than Giannis. What the fuck, dude? Like, I know the Warriors <laughs> don't look good now, but holy shit. Dude. I mean, they're going to be great. And also, the Warriors have their own pick this year, and they have the Timberwolves pick this year. They might have two top ten picks in this draft where they can draft two other No, I think the Warriors are, are going to make the playoffs. I don't think their pick is going to be top ten. But we'll I, see. Wolves we'll for see sure. That. The Wolves for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a top ten pick. The Warriors, I, I'm i not still not positive that they're going to make the play. Like, yes, they got two wins over two horrible teams, but I don't know about them making We'll see. Um, but you add, like, like if you like think about adding like like Zaire Williams or like two like solid like athletic wings where you can go Steph Clay those two wings and Wiseman and then you also have Draymond and then like Wiggins is like your bench like score dude like well, I, seems- yeah the only thing I disagree with there I don't think Ubre and Wiggins will be around I think the Bob Myers will move those guys for somebody else to create a trade exception or do some weird Warriors thing that we don't know how it's going to affect I think definitely Ubre, but Wiggins will I hey, mean Ubre his contract's f- just so big that Ubre hit a field goal uh yesterday so <laughs> congrats to him <laughs> yeah he's um, been so bad but all right last thing on the NBA here uh I wanted to talk Pacers basketball because the Celtics just went uh back to back against them and naturally I view other teams uh when they like when they play the Celtics and I measure them kind of against Tatum and how they do and the Pacers are one of those teams that have like zero nationally televised games, like historically, like the last like five years. Maybe they have a couple this year, but I haven't seen them on a national game yet. Um, they're really good, Tosh. That like, here's the their starting lineup is Sabonis, T.J. Warren, Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, Victor Oladipo, and they have Holiday, Justin Holiday off the bench, um, and T.J. McConnell, who's okay. Uh, like one through five. They're all really good players. Like one-on-one matchups, they're really hard. They can all create for themselves, score. Maybe not Miles Turner, but Sabonis is, you know, said to be their best player, but Victor Oladipo looks like he's back healthy. Um, So they're really well-rounded one through five. 
and they're tough to beat night in and night out. But the problem is they don't know who should have the ball in their hands down the stretch. Like sometimes Warren gets hot in the third. They think it should be him, but then Oladipo tries to do too much. But then Sabonis doesn't get enough touches. Um, I really enjoyed watching the Pacers play, but it does like it looks like they want to play as a team, but don't really know how. But they're all Dude, good enough them, where it's hard to beat them, you know? Yeah, with them, I think it's just going to come down to, like, if Oladipo is back to to uh, Oladipo form that he was, like, what, what was that, like, two years ago when he was just yeah, going before off he, and, yeah. like, a certified all-star, like, all-NBA dude? Oh, yeah, he was awesome. Like, like, yeah, he was one of the best players in the NBA. Like, then they could legitimately have a chance to maybe get to, like, an Eastern Conference Finals or something. But without him playing that well, like, like you said, there's just not like a go-to dude, but they've got really good depth and. Oh, and, and I forgot Brogdon too. Malcolm Brogdon on the team. I don't know if I said. Yeah, that. Brogdon is huge for them. I, I mean, yeah, he honestly might be their best. Right, that's what I'm saying. Though, but like, it could be, it could be uh, Brogdon. It could be Victor Oladipo. It could be Demontis Sabonis. Like, I mean, they have like a bunch of really. They're uh, TJ Warren maybe on night tonight. Like, that's the whole thing. They have really, really good players, and they're a good team. It's just like they don't have that one guy who's just going to carry them, which is, yep. like, I don't know what you do. It's hard for those teams to get that type of dude. Like, they, I guess it was Oladipo, but he got hurt, which, I mean, I'm sure their fans are pissed about that. But, uh, yeah, dude, I saw Pritchard was, Pritchard was the Boston Celtics closing lineup. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to talk with some Celtics real quick? So, uh, <laughs> we play, so, it's perfect, dude. I no thought Jeff depth. Teague... No, no, no. I disagree with that, though. I thought they were going to play Teague like a lot at the backup point, but Pritchard's like filling, stepping up, filling that that role. I think he played what twenty seven minutes, if I recall. Maybe it was twenty two, but somewhere in the in the twenties. Um, and he was gassed. They called timeout and left him in the game. Like he right now, he's still doing that thing, and we've watched him for four years, where he just he dribbles down low and then he'll kind of like spin back out and he doesn't all like Tatum was calling for it at one point. And he was just trying to like create his own three, and I was like, all right, man, rookie, like come on, dish it off to your studs. Um, but like he, he's fitting in really well, and as far as what I'm hearing, like the Celtics really like him. He's getting along with everybody, which is like good locker room guy. Uh, we found our backup point guard. Like I don't even think it's good to have Jeff Teague, um, but Payne Pritchard is like clearly our guy, and he's playing closing minutes already in his third game in the NBA. Like that's dope, um, and he's adjusting to the three point line. Like that's good, and and I disagree with the Celtics depth thing. Like. We have Tristan Thompson now who's coming off the bench. He's not even starting. So we have him coming in for Tice. We have Pritchard and um, Jeff T coming in off the bench. Uh, this guy, Javante Green, has looked really good for us. Um, and then who the hell am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody else, too, who's pretty good. Femi, go Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant Williams. Yeah, yeah. He's He's been decent. He didn't get that many minutes last think, night, though. I just don't think any of those guys are Sem- like... Semi's like, look bad. At the- dude, Semi... Why does, dude, look at why the- does Brad Stevens keep playing semi Ojale? I don't get that at all. That's my one little, like, takeaway. These guys don't have anyone else who's that good. Oh, like, look at the Nets. That's what I'm forgetting. Robert Williams. Robert Williams is great. He looked okay, so he, good last night. Okay. He, Robert Williams is pretty good. Thompson's good for your bench, but, like... Dude, look at the Nets bench. You've got Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Landry Shannon. Okay, but that's like, the best bench in the league. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you think we have a bunch of depth issues. I'm saying I think our depth is way better than... than I think it's. I think Pritchard would get cooked against a good... Like, dude, 
put Pritchard in against the Bucks, and Giannis is just going to get a switch onto him and go hey, at him. Hey, Pritchard was guarding Miles Turner last night. He can match him with anybody. <laughs> okay, enough about Pritchard. Enough about the uh, NBA. Well, long season. We'll be talking NBA, of course. But, Jerry, uh, MLB, the Padres, all in. They traded for Blake Snell. They traded for you, Darvish. They've got pitching. Um, and they're going to be a force. It's going to Padres Dodgers get ready for it next year. God, Dude, I was good. even interested in that. Like I was getting the updates all week about like the Padres making moves. Like, oh shit, they made another move, another one. Like, yeah, and they got really good pitching. And I was like, uh, and like you know, for me when I'm looking down at the notification, I like I recognize who the pitcher is and I know who they got. I'm like, oh wow, it's a big move. Yeah, then they're, um, then they're a big deal. <laughs> if, if Jerry recognizes yeah. it, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but dude, the Rays. So they what pulled Blake Snell in like the sixth inning when he's throwing a shutout in Game Six, of the World Series of his team's fate on the line with like fifteen strikeouts or whatever, yeah, and then that, the next thing they do is trade him. <laughs> like, yep. who would want to play for the Rays? But is uh, it pay- it's got to be a payroll thing. So they do the thing where it's like they'll trade the guy like a year before anyone expects it to get more value for him because they know they won't sign him in like three years. But I mean, dude, it's got like. Like if you're a race fan, you're like, okay, so you pull him in the World Series, and now you're just trading him. Like, who? What am I supposed to root for here? Like, um, but that's pretty tough. But um, MLB, I mean, it's been kind of slow this off season, but we'll still bring you some news when when stuff goes down. Um, let's talk about NFL. Uh, I wanted to get your take on like who is a true like Super Bowl contender. Um. You know, you've got the Bills, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Saints. I would say Seahawks are like the top five. The Seahawks are me. like borderline, depending on how their defense plays. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, yeah. I, I, I think the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. I think they're beating the Chiefs. I'm yeah. saying that right now. The you Bills think are that? I think the they're Super beating Bowl. the Chiefs. I think, I think the Chiefs will definitely beat the Bills. I'll take whatever bet you want on that one. Chiefs, Bills, head to head. I'll take the Chiefs. You want the Bills? Yeah, I'll take the Bills. I think the like the Bills have been. You can't argue with the fact that the Bills have been playing a better better football than the Chiefs right now. Yeah, they do stylistically look better than the Chiefs right now, but they also played the Patriots, who are terrible. <laughs> so, That's although true. to but be the fair, Chiefs the Patriots played the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. But the Falcons almost beat the. Well, okay, I shouldn't say that the Falcons almost beat the Bucks. The Falcons almost beat every team they play, <laughs> and then they don't. <laughs> Not the Packers. So the Falcons play. Yeah, not the Packers, but the Falcons do play a lot of teams close. Although I will say the Chiefs did not look good at all against against the Falcons. Dude, ever since I've created the Mahomes' is reckless take, he's been even more reckless than he was before. <laughs> he's throwing picks left and right. They keep winning. Dude. They keep winning. Yeah, he's gonna throw a pick right to Jadavius White too, and you're gonna be all over me on that. <laughs> uh, come the AFC Can't wait for that. But but Josh Allen, I don't, I don't. If you can get Diggs covered a little bit better than the Pats were able to do it with our banged up secondary. Um, I don't know, Josh. Out, like yeah, I but, get it. I dude, get are it. Are the Josh... Chiefs going to be able to do that? No, but <laughs> they can. They can score with the Bills. I have no doubt about that. I think, like, even if you get pressure on Mahomes, like you can get out of it and get the Kelsey. Dude, Kelsey has had the most yards of all time for a tight end. Like two back to back hundred yards. seasons. He's unstoppable. He's like the new age Rob Gronkowski. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. some people are saying he's better. I would disagree. But that's just because I'm a Pats fan, uh, dude. I, yeah, it's gonna be fun. But I, like the Chiefs, I think when the Chiefs. Say, when, when the Chiefs are any, down, I'm riding with Mahomes and the Chiefs. 
I can understand that theory, but also I'm I just not. The I've seen the Chiefs do they, it. They have Tyree Kill. They have Travis Kelsey. Are there any the other Bill? AFC teams you think have a shot to beat either the Chiefs or Bills? Um, no. I, the Steelers don't have a run game, which worries me. Philip Rivers. There's no fucking way Philip Rivers is getting the Super Bowl. Um, let's just go with that. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens haven't won a playoff game until Lamar wins one playoff game, let alone the AFC championship game. I'm not even looking at them. The Browns are fraudulent as usual. Although I guess they didn't have any wide receivers last week against the jets, but you really tell me the Browns are going to come out of the AFC in no fucking way. Yeah. Still fraudulent. Um, Tennessee, they got smacked by the Packers, but yeah, no, they're not, they're not winning shit this year, but they could definitely win the first game. Maybe two if, but that's only if they're playing with a lead and they can feed Derrick Henry. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, it's gotta be bills, chiefs, it's championship Titans, game. Titans, Steelers, Ravens wouldn't shock me if one of those teams ended up getting there over the chiefs or I the guess Steelers, the, bills, though, but the I Steelers, think, I mean, I'm like, they, the Steelers could do it. They're the team that would least surprise me if it's not bills, chiefs, just because their defense is so good. And big Ben, you know, is older, but has done it before. He's proven he can beat the guy. Although yeah. it's just, I don't know. Something about me and old school football is like, you got to run the ball in the playoffs <laughs> and like the Steelers don't run the ball. So if you can't do that, it's really trouble. Chiefs don't run the ball. Yeah, but they have a quarterback. We've never seen <laughs> have, I don't know. <laughs> You're kind of okay, right about, about the Chiefs don't run the ball. How about, how about the uh, NFC The Packers? You know, they, they brought the Titans came in the Lambeau field. They gave them a good old fashioned ass whooping, sent them back to Tennessee. Yeah. Um, and that defense is looking pretty good. Um, pass rushes. The Packers are, can stop the pass. It's going to be if they can stop the run. Um, and I think they're, they've gotten better at it. I mean, Derrick Henry didn't really. So, the, so the, their bad matchup is Kamara and the, and the saints essentially. Kind of. Well, the but saints dude, always I, lose. <laughs> like, I don't, the thing about Kamara is like Kamara. I mean, I guess you can hand the ball off to Kamara twenty-five times a game, but it doesn't seem like they like to do that. It seems like they they're... don't. They don't. They like to throw a little short screens, run it with Latavius Murray, and then they do like to give it to Kamara six times for touchdowns against me in the championship. So fuck that. <laughs> but <laughs> if he scores Dude, like I'm... four touchdowns, I'm winning. But as a Packers fan, me. I'm honestly most worried about Tampa Bay. I mean, they're playing well right now. They've got the best quarterback of all time. Ah, they played well against the against the Lions. It's just the least yeah. shocking thing of all time. We didn't have um, any coaches and quarterback, who, but yeah. yeah. Who would have thought that I'd be the one that was down on the Bucks coming out of that take? But hmm. um, yeah, no, I think I'm all over the Packers. Like home field through Lambeau, um, they have a competent coach this 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 time, or I guess now I should say. Don't hate McCarthy. on Mike McCarthy. He's got no, the Cowboys blows. in the playoffs. Mike McCarthy fucking sucks. <laughs> Such a bad coach. Um, big Mike. Yeah, big big Mike. Dallas isn't gonna do shit with him. Not they could do anything anyways. Um, no, the Packers look look really good. Aaron Rodgers having an all time season, and him and Devontae are unstoppable. My God. And now, now that AJ Dillon is vulturing carries from Williams and when he's healthy, and yeah, and Aaron Jones, dude, how many, yeah, dude, dude, how many tackles did AJ Dillon break in that game, dude? Holy too many. shit, he broke too so many, many tackles. <laughs> AJ Dillon game screwed me. Uh, <laughs> Classic fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. When Aaron Jones needed most, he vanished. Fucking avatar, um, dude. But okay, enough about some of these good teams. I just wanted to talk about. <laughs> 
the uh, Dolphins and the Rams. Um, you've got Tua starting at quarterback for the Dolphins, and you've got Jared Goff starting at quarterback for the Rams. No, Goff's isn't he out? He had the thumb surgery. Well, he's out now, but I'm saying like he's their quarterback, and I think oh, yeah. both of these teams they need to move on from their quarterbacks. Neither of them are good. Neither of them are going to lead their team to a Super Bowl. Um, and no, 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 I I disagree with that though. I think definitely for the Rams they should move on from Jared Goff. I think we've both been all over that that Goff blows. Um, Tua. It's just weird. I don't know what the hell. I don't you think we. Like it's too Tua, early. Dude. No, 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 no. I, it's, no, no. I, if anybody Tua doesn't sucks. want to like Tua, listen. I would love to hate Tua because I'm a Pats fan. And he's on the Dolphins, but I think it's too early to tell. I think. I don't know. Like I, Josh Allen wasn't exactly lighting it up his rookie year. He's throwing a ton of picks, and Tua just like, if you look at it, he's getting a lot of completions. He's just not throwing the ball deep. He's not stretching the field at all, and I don't know why he's doing that because we dude, saw in college. <laughs> But he took the top off of defenses in college, so I don't know why the Dude, fuck he's not throwing his, people. Who, who are his receivers in college? Oh, wait. Henry Ruggs, Gary <laughs> Judy, Jaden Waddell. So, okay, so then the Devonta Dolphins need Smith. to draft a guy besides Devontae Parker who'd get hurt every other game. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so, if, they, if they had that Bama receiving core, you could put me at quarterback and I would look good. <laughs> but... The thing about Tua is he doesn't have a good arm, and he's not – He's dude, he's so unathletic. Like, I thought he would look, look a little more athletic, but he's got defensive linemen running him down. Like, yeah. they drafted Tua over Herbert. Like, that's what the Dol- – like, in, in God now bless the Dolphins. The Dolphins, the Dolphins have the, uh, the Houston Texans pick, which is about to be, like, a top-five pick. If Zach Wilson is there and they don't draft him, I think that is going to be the undoing of Brian Flores. And I love Brian Flores, but I think he's, that he's a great is coach. Be, yeah, that is going to be what ends up the same way with Matt Nagy. They took Mitch Trubisky over uh, Pat Mahomes and Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson. In case you forgot, um, <laughs> so yeah, I think like you take two over Herbert and then you pass on Zach Wilson and that's like your franchise is just going to be known as that for the next 15 years. So I think it's time to move on. Um, So Jerry, let's get to our picks. Um, You had a good week last week. I did not. I should have went with the Falcons plus 10 and a half, but I would just, I was talking about massive spread. And the, the Chiefs like to play should close. Have should have just taken that, but what can you do? So um, this week, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens, minus 12 and a half. Uh, they're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, and I just think the Ravens, if they lose this game, there's a decent shot they're not going to be in the playoffs. And they've got so much more to play for than the Bengals. They, they're so much Yeah, but better. the Bengals think... look good this week, though. Or, or not this week. They look good the last couple weeks, which is weird. I don't think the Texans are very good, and I don't think the Steelers are very good, and I think the Steelers kind of got shocked. And, I mean, Lamar, I think, should be able to just run all over this team. Like, he should I be. I, I, and, I, I mean, I like it. I don't love it, but it just... I think they should win by more by two touchdowns against a shitty team with nothing to play for. They've got everything to play for. So they should, going to they be should. We'll see. Of the week. We'll see what happens there. I like it. Um, I don't 12 and a half is big though. I don't like the Bengals just look good lately. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're right. Baltimore sh- does have a shit ton to play for. So we'll see what happens there. My lock of the week. You're going to like this one, Tosh, your green Bay Packers. They're looking to clinch that one seed. 
get home field through Lambo. The icy, the frozen tundra of Lambo field is going to be impenetrable in the playoffs. They're they're Super Bowl bound right now. Um, they're unstoppable, um, and they're playing. I, I'm usually the one that's weary of the division games. They're playing the Bears, but the Bears have won the last couple games with Trubisky, and he's looked great. And they're just due for just a massive loss. I think the Packers covered the spread on the road pretty easily uh, to clinch that one spot and beat their bitter rival in the Chicago Bears. I hope so. The Bears at Soldier Field, never never the easiest, but Aaron Rodgers just kind of owned that stadium. So I like it. Um, Aaron Rodgers has owned a lot of stadiums in his time. <laughs> Let's get to the upset of the week. Jets, Pats. Um and the Jets have won two in a row and against two teams that are going to be in the playoffs. The Jets are, they should have beaten the Raiders too. The Jets are good. I hate to say it, but the Jets are good. <laughs> two, everything, yeah, has two. Come full, everything has come full circle, Jerry. It's the Jets who are the worst team in football. The Pats who had this insane run and I've it's come down to the, uh, to betting on the Jets over the Pats in week 17 of the 2020 NFL season. I didn't think there was any chance I would say this uh, last year, betting on the Jets money line over the Pats. It's plus 150, and I just simply think the Jets are a better team than the Pats. Um, I hope you're right. <laughs> so I hope that the Jets win. I hope the Pats lose um, for a ton of reasons, man. Uh, it's going to be Cam's last game. We get to get a new quarterback who can actually throw the ball deep and not throw it in the dirt. Uh, another thing is that when the Jets win, they get a worse draft pick and we get into better draft position. Um, Jets already won a couple games, lost out on Trevor Lawrence. Sucks for them. Uh, I see no reason besides pride from Bill Belichick that we should even be like competing in this game. I hope that we just roll over. And now, like we already beat them once, and now it's not as embarrassing to lose to, like the 0 and 10 Jets or the 0 and 11 Jets. Like they have two wins, and I'm cool with us not winning that game. Week 17, nothing to play for. Like nobody yeah. in two years is gonna remember that we lost this game except like me <laughs> and maybe you. <laughs> um, and if it helps me us for get sure once I make some money off of it. Yeah. And so if it helps us get uh like a good quarterback or that offensive lineman that I know we're dying to take at like top ten pick, I'm down. I'm good with that. I hope to go hey, J E T S Jets, 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 let's fucking go. <laughs> Um, that's also all even a secret. That's a Pats fan guilty pleasure yelling the Jets thing. We fucking love that when we can. And there's always <laughs> once every like four or five years, there's a game that we need the Jets to win for seeding or like draft picks or something. And this is it. So go Jets, baby. <laughs> I'll be uh, be rooting for them this weekend. Um, my upset though, there's got to be one in the NFC East uh, between you know the Washington football team losing to the Eagles or uh. The the I don't know the Cowboys the are favored against the Giants, which is weird. I think I kind of like the G Men in that game. I like these division games. Uh, so I wanted to ask you between our guy Danny Dimes, the G Men, versus the Houston Texans, who you just said were pretty bad against the Titans. But I like I like the Sean. The Texans have nothing to play for, and like the Titans have a lot to play for, and it just makes so much sense that Deshaun Watson goes down there and gets the upset against the Titans. Um, they always play close. Like the last game was, I think, three points when they played. So, which one do you like more, the Giants upset or uh, uh I, I don't know. I don't really like either of them, to be honest, just because I think the Cowboys are a better team, and 
and the Giants haven't been playing well, and I just don't, I just don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with the Cowboys. Joe offense. Judge, <laughs> this is where everyone shouts, Joe um, Judge. He's got them boys ready. <laughs> Tennessee kind of got like their ass kicked last yeah. week, and I think yeah. they might like be motivated. So I would maybe say Giants if I were to pick one. It's but... a, it's a get right game for the for the Titans. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate. Uh, Niners over Seattle. I mean, I know you're a big Seattle guy. I, I don't know. I probably Dude, wouldn't. Seattle's broken my I heart would... when I bet on them too many times this year. I don't want to bet on them. Um, Atlanta over Tampa Bay. Does Tampa Bay have anything to play for? They've seen uh, to play for. They have the five or six to play for. Yeah, so not really. How about the Rams at home against Arizona? With no, no, because they're bet. No, because got no. Although I don't think the backup could be that much worse than golf, but I saw Kyler Murray exactly. supposed to play, so I don't like that game. I don't like that game. Eagles I think plus two. The Eagles, Eagles, they're playing. Yeah, but Washington. No, dude, the Eagles are a dumpster fire. Even with Jalen Hurts. Steelers backups over the Browns. Dude, oh, can we talk about Steelers Browns real quick? Forgot about that. Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph are going to be on the same field uh, all game against each other. That's going to be super fun. Sorry. we Yeah, it's must see. Sorry. We waited this long to get to it in the pod, um, but I did want to talk about that. It's going to be Gary. You, you could, uh, you could go with the jets too. I could go with the jets. Actually, I kind of like that. I hope the jets win. You want us? We we went went doubled up. Yeah. We went doubled up on the lions uh, and it worked out for us when we doubled up. So I think let's double up on the jets. Let's go baby. I'm bleeding green for the Celtics bleeding green for the jets. now. Uh, I love it. Sam Darnold, hit all your receivers. Frank Gore, if you're playing, be that man. Uh, this is going to be great. I hope, I hope the Jets win. Those are our locks and upsets. The last one of uh, the 2020 regular season. We'll have to see what we have in store for uh, the, playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. Can't wait for that. But uh, check out everything we got on 2TVSports.com. And um, thank you guys for listening. And 2TV Sports is signing off the mic.